and welcome back to another Mornings with the Masters, where we devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you. Good morning, you guys. Good morning, indeed. We're rounding out with day seven of our The God Moment That Changes Everything devotional in the Bible app. There's a link to that in the description if you guys want to follow along with us. And as always, I'm going to read the scripture, then Tori's going to pick up with the Devo. Let's do it. The scripture is Luke chapter 15, verses 25 through 32, and it says this, Meanwhile, the older son was in the fields working. When he returned home and he heard music and dancing in the house, he asked one of the servants what was going on. Your brother is back, he was told, and your father has killed the fattened calf. We are celebrating because of a safe return. The older brother was angry and wouldn't go in. His father came out and begged him, but he replied, All these years I've slaved for you and never once refused to do a single thing you told me. And in in all that time, you never gave me even one young goat for a feast with my friends. Yet when this son of yours comes back after squandering your money on prostitutes, you celebrate by killing the fattened calf. His father said to him, Look, dear son, you have always stayed by me, and everything I have is yours. We had to celebrate this happy day, for your brother was dead, and he has come back to life. He was lost, but now he was found. The devotional is titled, Grace for Both Sons, and it says this. The older son was indignant after seeing his father's actions. This older brother may have worked hard and faithfully tended the fields, but he was lost in his father's house. There was no awakening, there was no honesty, there was no action. The truth is, he too was a prodigal son. He too had a heart that was far from the father. He too was lost, but didn't see it. Tim Keller puts it this way, The bad son was lost in his badness. But the good son was lost in his goodness. You may never have been to a distant country. You may have an impressive religious resume. You may have followed all the rules. You may have read this entire book thinking of all the people you know in the distant country who really need to hear it. But I wonder if you are the one Jesus has been talking to all along. Luckily, When the older brother was in the field, the father left the celebration and went out to him. He engaged the son directly. What does this tell us about God? God longs for a relationship with his children, whether your life resembles the older son or the younger. Even after the younger son insulting choices and reckless living, the father embraced him with kisses and hugs. And after the older brother's harsh words and disrespect, the father lovingly explained himself. The patriarch would never have had to explain himself in ancient times. Households were not democracies, they were dictatorships. Yet the father answered the older brother's anger with gentle patience and grace. We expect God to be an angry father who demands justice, but through Jesus he gives us love and grace when we don't deserve it. Ultimately, the story in Luke 15 isn't about two sons who disobey, It is about a father who loves his children unconditionally. The two questions at the end say this. When you have sinned, how do you envision God and what he thinks of you? How does his never-ending grace and love fuel the entire aha process? Wow. So good. I've never thought of it that way. Yeah, I haven't either. I think I even had that, that book by Tim Keller. I think it's called The Prodigal God. Or maybe it's called The Prodigal Son. I don't know, but there, he has a whole book on it. Yeah. We'll link it in the description if that's something that you're interested in. Uh, I definitely am now. Yeah. Yeah. Th- th- I think it's so interesting that we can fall either way. Yeah. Where you can have 
pasts, you know, kind of similar more to ours where we just bask in the grace and the love that we freely received from the, the embrace of the father. And it makes us so thankful where we yeah. can't help but share mm-hmm. about him. Or we can be on the other side where I've even noticed it. Now I've been a Christian for, you know, 10, 12 years. I don't even know how long now it's been <laughs> where I can see that kind of, I, I want to say it's righteous anger mm-hmm. or it's righteous justice I want, but I can see me acting like the older brother at certain times where I'm like, well, why do they get to do that? And I, th- and I still have to struggle with this, whatever, yeah. but it's just like, wow, like the story isn't about the sons. The story is about the loving father yeah. and he still has patience for me there right? because I love the fact that I was willing to embrace God's love for me and all the mess that I made in my life. Right. But I failed to receive his love and grace whenever I'm being like a judgy Christian, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But there's grace for that too. Right. And so I love that there's just, it all points back to him. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. honestly everything that Tori and I want to do is just point back to him. Right. It's all about him. It's not about us. It's not about you. It's about him, mm-hmm. his goodness, his faithfulness, his love, his mercy, yeah. his willingness to lift up his tunic and yeah. run to his, his children mm-hmm. And the way he ran to you is yeah. just so powerful. Yeah. I also love the way that the father interacts with the two sons differently. And I think it speaks to how God loves us individually so uniquely. Like we talk about it a lot with Mary and Martha and how Jesus responded to them um, just differently in their moment of grief. Um, but even for, for me and for Chad and for you, when you come to God in certain moments, he knows exactly the way to respond to you because he created you. He knows your hearts. He knows what makes you tick. He knows what makes you feel safe. And our God is a loving God. He desires intimacy with you. He wants to make you feel safe. And so as you run to him, he's going to embrace you in his loving arms. Like he can't wait to. And so I think that this story is so beautiful because whether we're lost in our badness or we're lost in our goodness, what we're lost in is we're not close to the father in that moment. And it's time to come home. Yeah, It's so time good. to come back. It's time to ask him, like even the brother who was lost in his goodness, he inquired of his father, like, why did you respond that way? And so often we forget that like God is not scared of our questions. We can inquire of God. We can ask God when we don't understand and he will respond to us in his loving kindness. Even if it feels a little harsh, maybe sometimes we need to hear that too. We need some hear, hear some tough love too, but he knows what we need and he knows how to respond. Yeah. And so are we like allowing that conversation with him to happen? Yeah. And also now I'm just thinking about as you're sharing, it also points out what's important to the father. Mm-hmm. Whenever the son talked about he squandered your riches, the father responded and he was dead, but now he's alive. Yeah. And we need to celebrate life. We need to yeah. celebrate the treasures that God values and God yeah. esteems mm-hmm. and the gifts that God truly loves, yeah. not just the stuff that the world kind of perpetuates is this yeah. is what we need to put all of our energy and focus into. Yeah. Celebrate the fact that we were dead. Yeah. And, and now, now we're, we're alive. Yeah, we were lost and now we're found. Yeah. Want to praise out? Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you that you're a loving Father, that when we come to you, your arms are wide open, ready to embrace us. Father, that you're not scared of our questions, but you know exactly how to respond every single time because you created us, you know us. Father, we thank you 
that we get to pursue relationship with you, that we get to pursue intimacy with you. Father, I pray that as we come to you with our questions, our concerns, our worries, our dreams, Father, that um, we would have eyes to see what you're doing, ears to hear what you have to say to us. Father, that we can truly walk hand in hand with you, that we won't be lost in our goodness or our badness, but that we will get lost in your presence. Father, we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen, God. Amen, God. Amen, y'all. Now's that perfect time to break out the worship music, break out the journal, and continue pressing into the Lord. Yes, and y'all don't forget that you are God's masterpiece. And don't forget that we love you. We love you guys. I'm talking to you tomorrow. Sayonara. Sayonara.